it wasn't something that I would, would lead with in my career because I didn't ever want to make anyone else uncomfortable. So it was like, get to know me. You're going to like me because I'm fun. And then I'll introduce you to who, who I am in my life and my family. I just had the most interesting conversation with Shelly Hickman. Shelly talked about tragedy that she faced early in her life. She also talked about wanting to play softball for the Ohio State University. And finally, she shared with me life lessons learned along the way and how that shaped her into a much more authentic version of herself. I think you're gonna love hearing more about Shelly Hickman. Everyone has a story. And today, we're talking to Shelly Hickman. Shelly, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Tell us what you do for CNG. I am the Director of Culture and Employee Experience. What I do in my role is I take the best of our culture across all of our locations and celebrate that. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, culture is everything to me. I, I feel like if if we have the right culture... You know, our employees are engaged, our employees are happy. We don't have to worry about anything, do we? No. But it's easier said than done. Yes. Yes. So thank you for, for doing that job for the company, you know, because it's, you know, everyone has their opinions about culture and how to, how to get us where we need to go. So we appreciate your leadership. Thank you. So tell me about your upbringing. I am the youngest of three. Three. I um, have two older brothers, had two mm -hmm. older brothers. My um, oldest brother, we lost at the age of 20 mm -hmm. in 1987 in a car accident. And then my, I was 13 years old at the time. Wow. I have my other brother, Kevin, is retired from the United States Air Force. He lives in Destin, Florida mm -hmm. and uh, is doing really well. And my parents, my, I had a dual, dual, uh, both my parents worked outside the home, which was pretty amazing. My mom stayed home with me until I went to school. And then she started working for nationwide insurance and retired there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, interesting enough too, my, both of my grandmothers worked outside of the home. So I wow. had a lot of really strong women in my life, not realizing it. It was just mm -hmm. the norm, but, um, pretty, pretty grateful for that. Yeah. That's awesome. That must have been so difficult at age 13, losing a brother. Yeah, it was, uh, I still deal with that. Yeah. At this point in my life and, and the experience of seeing your parents go yeah. through that. Yeah, it's got a, how, how do you think that that's shaped you into who you are? What, what, what impact do you think it's had on the path that you've chosen? I think the, well, a couple of it's it's done a couple of things for me. One, you you come to terms with death at a pretty young age, yeah, and that our time is limited, and we don't necessarily know when when our time will come. And so, how do you make the most of what you've been given? The other side of me is I, I think some of this is the youngest child syndrome too is being the healer and making sure everything's okay and being responsible. Mm -hmm. Um, still to this day, if my friends come over and it's funny because I'm almost 50 and when, if my You're friends come over 50, 
well, I, I'm 48. Yes. Wow. 50. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, my- not, not that that's <laughs> old. I'm I'm a lot older, but you just don't look that old. Thank so you. That's a compliment. Thank you. Um, if my friends come over and they leave my house, I, you call me when you get home. Mm, call me when you get wow. home. And it's just this ingrained um, checking in on people and making sure everyone's okay, everyone's safe. Mm-hmm. And it creates this mentality of um, being extra cautious because you just don't know what, what what's around the corner. And um, yeah, just making sure everyone's okay as well. Yeah, that's that's cool though. I mean, that's a good friend, right? Mm-hmm. When your friend is making sure that you made it home. I love that word healer too. Tell me about that. Mm. I think everyone has a story, no pun intended with how we started the podcast, <laughs> yeah. but every, people are going through things that you'll never know. Yeah. And so we go through life sometimes and make decisions without understanding where the other person is. And so I love learning about people and learning about experiences. And oftentimes when we meet folks, we think of them from the time we met them on and not what brought mm. them to where we are today. Yeah. And even as an adult in, in conversation with my mom and in, in that experience, just a little bit more insight. Um, I had a friend spending the night with me the night that uh, my brother's accident happened and my friend and I were home alone with my mom when the state, when the county sheriff came to the door at 1030 at night. And so I was essentially home alone with my mom when she was told that her, her oldest child had, had uh, been killed in a car accident. And so as an adult, it took me a couple of decades to just talk with my mom about that. What was it like Yeah, going through that as a mother? And there are parts about that experience she doesn't remember mm-hmm. that will forever be burned into my memory. Sure. And so it's giving her space to share those experiences and also celebrate the time that she had with my brother and tell me those stories. Yeah. Like, what was he like as a kid? Because mm-hmm. he was eight years older than me, I didn't have a lot of time with him. Um, and so it's, just giving people space, one, to share their story, share their experiences, learn about them, what makes them who they are today, what they've overcome, what what they're what they're challenged with. I just people are fascinating, which is why I love what I do at CNG mm-hmm. because we have the best people. Yes, we have the best people. We do have the best people, and and I love that you know an an analogy about. People, you know, we're like icebergs, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just see a little bit on the surface, but there's so much more underneath. Mm-hmm. There's so many more layers to people than what we understand. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your 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 parents, you know, mm-hmm. your mom. You know, I know you, she lives near our Lexington plant, right? She does. She. I grew up about 20 miles south of the Lexington campus mm-hmm. and 20 miles north east of the Delaware location. Oh, okay. So right there. <laughs> and played in competitive sports with Ontario. Oh my gosh. So um, <laughs> I'm just saying that if I would have been, I probably saw Brandon Hall at a at a sporting event when oh I was in gosh. high school. <laughs> oh, how crazy is that? Uh, that is funny. Um, but my, my parents, I lost my dad in 2007. He had um, uh, kidney cancer and he was a tool and die maker. He loved to work with his hands. He was a creative 
empathetic, introverted soul. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like working for big companies. So he always worked for a privately held owner, a private, a private owner, private yeah. owner, private yeah. owner. Yeah. It's just usually him and maybe two other machinists. And so they made molds for all kinds of different, um, handgun handles, machine parts, but just, he loved to create things. And, uh, my mom at one of the adult conversations, like, mom, why did you go work outside of the home? And she was like, well, your dad wanted to pursue his passion mm-hmm. and we needed benefits because we had three of you. Ah, uh, yes. And I needed to make sure that we were taken care of. So she started her career. She had one year of college, started working at Nationwide and continued to get promoted into managerial roles and leadership roles. And it was pretty, she became the primary breadwinner and just had a phenomenal career in an industry that she didn't, I don't know that she really set out to do that, but she's just a real go-getter. Phenomenal. They're just um, yin and yang. Sometimes I'm like, do y'all even like each other? <laughs> Mom, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, they just, I always joke about some days I'm like, I don't know that y'all really like each other, but if there was ever anything major with my brothers or I, the world stopped and those two got together. It was, what are we doing for the kids? How do we make sure they're okay? How do we make sure they're safe, happy? Yeah. And my dad was also, he, um, the world was my oyster. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, so you were daddy's girl? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That's nice, though. Yeah. So having having a mom working outside the home, because uh, I, I also had that as well, Um was that uncommon in in the town that you grew up? Most moms were home or did they work outside the home? Um, a little bit of both. If they worked outside the, ho- outside the home, oftentimes it was in the local community. Yeah. So we lived 45 minutes north of Columbus. So my mom left at 530 in the morning, wow. carpooled to Columbus, got home at 530 in the evening. So it was long days. What was really cool, I played all sports uh, actually similar, similar to Lori Ford's experience, all sports in the band. I, I cheered for a few years. <laughs> An overachiever. Yeah. Yeah. And very social needed people. And my mom had this rule of, she went to the oldest games. If there was conflict, scheduling conflicts, the oldest gets first priority. And so by the time I got into all of my more competitive sporting years, my mom was far enough in her career that her coworkers would cover for her and she could leave. And she was at every game, even in college. Wow. I think she missed two of my softball games in four years. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's dedication. Yeah. she's yeah. She, When she's in it, she's in it to win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like her daughter. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about where do you live today? Tell me about your life today. I live with my partner in Racine, Wisconsin which is uh, an hour and 15 to 30 minutes from Milton, mm-hmm. um, 30 minutes south of Milwaukee, and one mile from Lake Michigan, which is beautiful. So I will take Lake Michigan. I will do without the snow. Yes. Do not like the snow. Yeah. We kind of have to put up with it here. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, so I'm uh, nicely lo- an hour train ride from Chicago, um, six hour drive to Superior or Lexington, just depends on which direction you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it works out well. I, I can get to all of our facilities pretty easily. So what do you like to do when you're not working? What's your favorite thing? Like what's a good day for you look like? 
I love to be out in the sunshine. Um, I love to do DIY projects to build things similar to my dad. He, um, if he was building something, we were usually helping. And so he was a great teacher. Mm -hmm. I love to be, uh, in competitive, any time, any type of competition, whether it's a sporting event or a bar game or a bar game, oh, like, or bags. like arm wrestling. No. Yeah. <laughs> What's that game where you toss the ring and you have to get it on the peg? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the I, bottle ring toss. Yes. Yes. The bottle <laughs> ring toss. I will play uh, Uno, you know, whatever, uh -huh. yeah. whatever you want to, whatever you want to pull out. Dominoes, um, bags, I think cornhole, mm -hmm. whatever you call it. Depends on where yeah. you're from, Wisconsin yeah. or Ohio. Yeah, so I like to be active and I love to travel, love to explore different cultures. It's just so filling for my soul to to be with people who are different than me and experience their 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 culture and their way of living. So tell me about a, a, an amazing trip that you took recently or maybe your favorite trip you've ever taken. My favorite trip. So I've spent a lot of time in um, Puerto Rico, Vieques, Puerto Rico, which is amazing underdeveloped you're with the people when you're there and it's on the caribbean which is also amazing because i love beaches my favorite trip though was back in 2011 2010 and i had the opportunity to go to south africa wow and spend time in uh johannesburg i was doing some sustainability work for a former employer and just got to be in the communities and and with the people understand um something different than what I had grown up with. It was just a really life-changing experience. Did you get to go on a safari? I did. I went to a couple. I did not do an overnighter, but uh -huh. I did get to go through a couple of the, the lion parks and the wildlife parks yeah. outside of Johannesburg. So is it different than going to uh, the Animal Kingdom at Disney? Tiny bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you could be eaten out yeah. there. Yes. There yes. was that element of, are the windows up? Yeah. Because yeah. the lions are coming. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds really great. Cool. I hear the the um the sunsets and sunrises are beautiful there too. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have gone to Cape Town. That's on my list. Okay. In Barcelona. I like to go to Spain. Yeah. So on your do-it-yourself projects, tell me about something that you built recently. So just last weekend, I actually purchased a table saw. It's pretty a excited. table saw. Yeah. So I could um hopefully cut straighter lines on my boards because I apparently I rushed a little bit. Um, but I built a privacy um, barrier on the underside of my deck, which was really, really cool. And then installed a um, stepping stone pea gravel walkway along the outside of the deck. I was pretty impressed with myself. Wow. It must give you a sense of accomplishment. It does. It does. And a check-in on, um, as the older I get, the kinder I am on my body in those situations. Mm -hmm. Lift with your knees. Lift take your, your time. Knees. Oh, come on. You're not even 50 yet. <laughs> I know. I know. I need, I need you to preserve. You yeah. Know? <laughs> preserve what? There's no, there's no problem with preserving. So if, if you can meet anyone, who would it be and why? Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. I just think she's a class act. She mm -hmm. has, I, I've always admired influential leaders mm -hmm. who model behaviors that I think make the world a better place. And she, every time I've uh, seen, I've been, I've been able to 
see her speak a couple of times live or watched her or heard her interviewed, she just carries herself in a way she knows who she is. She's handled uh, adversity with grace mm -hmm. um, and just advocates for healthier wellness programs at the root cause of things to make, yeah, just to make lives better for people. Yeah. It's, it's so important, I think, to, to find people that can build up others and, and inspire you and, and make you realize there's more you can do, more all of us can do to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. Have you met her? No, I have not had the opportunity to meet her now. So you know, living, rubbing elbows in yeah. Chicago. I thought maybe. I, yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. So other than, other than Michelle Obama, when you think about things that um, inspire you or things that you want to listen to, to um, keep yourself motivated, energized, you know, thinking about new ideas, who do you turn to? Brene Brown. Ah, Brene Brown. Yeah. Brene Brown is uh, her style one she curses like a sailor even yes. in churches which i'm a fan um, <laughs> but she her self-awareness is off the charts her ability to connect with people she's courageous so she lives in her values and also is honest when she falls outside of them and she just has all of these little nuggets and tools that um, living in the vulnerability space um, i don't know about you and my mom still says this today like shame on you and so dealing with vulnerability and shame and like, what's there to be shameful for? Like, why did I, mm -hmm. I don't want to be ashamed of something, yeah. you know, like I want to be proud and real and, and yeah, she's just, uh, she has a couple of podcasts, which one is on leadership and the other is more on, um, well, I should know the name of that. Daring, Daring Greatly is one of her podcasts, Daring Leadership. And I can't remember the, the name of the other one, but great tools and just insightful takeaways from her guests that she brings on. Yeah. And and for those listeners who aren't familiar with Brene Brown, she speaks a lot on vulnerability and vulnerability as a strength and vulnerability is really the way to connection with others. Mm -hmm. And the more vulnerable you can be, the more you can share your authentic self with others, the more other people will relate to you and open up. So really important work. So Shelly, Let's turn the table, give you an opportunity to ask me any question you want to ask me. Yeah. I got to think about this. You can cut that part out. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I could ask you any question. What's the greatest lesson you've learned in your career? Um, greatest lesson I've learned. Be true to yourself. So I I pride myself today on on trying to be as authentic as possible, but I wasn't always that way. So earlier on in my career, because I I took a very non traditional path, and you know was a, a woman in manufacturing back in the early eighties when I was the only one, only woman doing what I was doing. Um, in order to fit in, you kind of blend in, right? And, uh, and so there were many times I found myself earlier in my career um, not speaking up and, and being my authentic self. And I think it's, it, it was a lesson for me 
Um, Because when I think back on my career, those were the most unhappiest days. You know, when you feel like you need to change yourself to make other people happy or to fit in or Mm -hmm. to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so that that lesson has really, you know, stayed with me throughout my career and I think has helped me today to be more my authentic self. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Kathy, in terms of being authentically yourself as a as a woman in manufacturing for most of my career. Also, as a lesbian woman, it wasn't something that I would would lead with in mm-hmm. my career because I didn't ever want to make anyone else uncomfortable. So it mm-hmm. was like, get to know me. You're going to like me because I'm fun. And then I'll introduce you to who who I am in my life and my family. And as I have transitioned in, in my life and, and grown, I realize how fortunate I am to be surrounded by amazing people. And there are a lot of people out there who aren't as lucky and have, uh, they're bullied, they're abused, they're threatened, all the things. And so I've made the decision to be my authentic self through and through, inside and out, that congruity, that connection. And my partner is the executive director of the LGBT Center of Southeast Wisconsin. And we do work all the time in the space to create safe spaces for people who don't have that network in the community in Southeast Wisconsin into Northern Illinois. And we're, we're always making sure people know that they're, they're good. Yeah. And beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's so important. I mean, mental health issues today are such a, a pandemic, really. It's the, it's the new pandemic after COVID and, you know, getting, having the, the opportunity to reach people and help them be okay with who they are, right? Mm-hmm. So important. Mm-hmm. So if you could go back to age 18 and, and redo any part of your life or make a different decision, would you change anything? I would. The one thing I wish I would have done um, and, and some of it is growing up in small town, USA, I, um, pl- started playing softball at the age of, I think seven, my mom says younger, but I was always on the field and very competitive, very disciplined, loved the game. And I wish I would have gone, I ended up going to a small D3 school, Bluffton University, go Beavers, um, played because I love the sport. I always wish I would have gone to Ohio State and tried out for the team. Ah, I, I know I could have made it. To this day, I'm like, you would have oh, made I could it. Still make that team, yeah. right? I can't can't stop them all to save my life. But um, I wish I would have had the courage to go mm. big. Yeah, yeah. Courage is one of those things that we get more of the older we get. The more mistakes we make and the more bad decisions we make, the more courage we get. Mm-hmm. The way life works. Mm-hmm. I've learned new things about you today, Shelly. I feel like I knew you pretty well, but it's so, like we talked about, the icebergs, discovering new layers, what's a little bit more under the surface. Shelly Hickman, you inspire me. You inspire me as well. 